Hello Cryptonauts, today we are recording for January 17, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your... What are we doing today? Let's do large... Mm, large movers? Or let's see... Discover. How about Discover? Let's go to Discover. Yeah, there we go. Five groups for the Discover. So we're going to go down ten... On each group, there's five groups. Trending search, most voted coins, positive sentiment, recently added, and most visited. All right, number one from the trading search. Number one, Chainex. Two, Litten, what is that? Lit, Litten Tree. Number three, Auto. Number four, One Inch. Number five, Cardano. Number six, APY.finance. Number seven, Falcon Project. Number eight, Binance Coin. Number nine, Ren. Number 10, Kusama. Alright, next group. Most voted coins. Number one, Monero. Number two, Basic Attention Token. Number three, Litten, Litten Tree. Number four, Raven Coin. Number five, Polka Starter. Number six, Litecoin. Number seven, Dogecoin. Number eight, Everest. Number nine, APY.finance. Number 10, XRP. Alright, next group. Positive Sentiment. Number one, Monero. Number two, Basic Attention Token. Number three, Litten Tree. Number four, Raven Coin. Number five, Polka Starter. Number six, Litecoin. Number eight, Dogecoin. Number, uh, wait, hold on, that was seven. Number eight, uh, Everest. Uh, number nine, APY.finance. And number 10, XRP. All right, next group, recently added. Number one, Supra Token. Number two, uh, Provise. Number three, BR34P. Number four, Micronos Coin. Number five, M-Stable BTC. Number six, Dexmex. Number seven, Dow Ventures. Number eight, Quick Swap. Number nine, R-Hedgic2. And number 10, S-Abe. Last group, most visited. Number one, Falcon Project. Number two, Littentree. Number three, Ren. Number four, APY.Finance. Number five, Amp. Number six, Auto. Uh, Number seven, Kusama. Number 8, Cardano. Number 9, Ethereum. Number 10, Chain X. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 Discover Coins. Your overall total market cap is at $1.540 trillion, up by 6.5%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming from Jose Antonio Lance, presidential candidate for Ecuador proposes national cryptocurrency. Ecuador is not what you could call a crypto-friendly country, the closest it has come to having a favorable position towards crypto when it was moved from a ban on their use to accept uh, to to use to their acceptance as assets, but not as a means of exchange. However, a presidential candidate wants to change that. 
Giovanni Andrade, President of the Ecuadorian Chilean Chamber of Mining and Presidential Candidate for the 2021 general election, recently disclosed his intentions to create a national cryptocurrency to facilitate transactions within Ecuador. In an interview with the digital newspaper Primicias, the businessman talked about the government plan, mentioning that a national cryptocurrency would make international transactions easier and facilitate their audit. He said that this was an essential aspect of his vision for the country. Quote, We are looking at ways to create an Ecuadorian cryptocurrency. This does not mean we are going to escape from the, from, uh, do, what is that, dollar, do, dollarization. We must support dollarization, said the candidate. He continued, it is very important that we create the cryptocurrency for all the internal benefits within the country, such as intern, uh, internal transactions. Uh, this would work very well for Ecuador. Talking about uh, dollarization, the critical uh, in every political speech in Ecuador. The country is very divided on this topic. In 2000, then-President uh, Jamil uh, Mahuad dollarized the Ecuadorian economy in an attempt to curb inflation and speculation. The move cost him his term in office, but none, none of his successors have been able to undo his decision. Andre, Andrade's uh, currency would be backed by guarantees of gold. He wants to create a vast gold refinery that would buy the raw metal from other countries, process it, and store it in the country as part of its wealth reserve. Um, let's see. Let me get this here. Uh, in this sense, the new cryptocurrency would be a sort of stablecoin linked to gold, like digits. Although it would also be recognized as ledger, uh, legal tender, like the Venezuelan Petro. However, it would not be a substitute for the dollar, but a sort of alternative currency, like also like the Petro. Mm, I don't know, the Petro didn't do so good. A realistic plan. It all sounds charming, but it seems difficult to achieve. Though he's still, although though he's still fighting for the presidency, Andrade could already lost the support of his own party. It would be the first time Ecuador has uh, has had a politician open to the idea of financial decentralization and the use of distributed ledger technologies, even though he hasn't necessarily said anything about Bitcoin or mentioning cryptocurrencies in his in his official government plan, which is by which is by the way is expected of being a copy of the Wikipedia site. But if Justin Sun survived the acquisitions of plagiarism, so could Giovanni Andrade, right? Okay, next news, written by Tim Hockey. Bitcoin falls by 5% in Sunday slump. Uh, the head of the daily headlines on Decrypt announced the new conservative all-time highs for Bitcoins have cooled off in what could be the, the petering out of, of a now historic bull run. Today, the currency suffered a further fall of 5%, taking it to the price of $35,000. Observers predicted a correction was overdue at some point along with the run valued at $10,500 at the start of October. Bitcoin rose consistently through the end of the year with notable growth spurts and Christmas and New Year's bringing it to the dizzying all-time highs of $42,000 on January 8th. The general consensus is that Bitcoin's market's performance was uh, bolstered by a wave of serious institutional interest and uh, from various companies. Anthony Scaramucci Skybridge recently launched its own Bitcoin fund. Michael Saylor's MicroStrategy also invested over a billion dollars in the currency, perhaps prompting Michael Stanley to buy a 10% stake in the company to capitalize on the growing interest in Bitcoin. 
Their faith on the coin remains, though, with Scaramucci t- uh, taking to Twitter to declare that a 25% pullback is no surprise. Expect many surges to uh, surges and pullback ahead on the very same platform. Sailor stands by his expensive choice every day, summarizing his attitude to Bitcoin in a retweeted meme. Bit- Bitcoin is a bubble. Tweeted bit it. Elsewhere in the news, meanwhile, according to a report by Coindesk, Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan both sent out RFIs, requests for information, essentially uh, fillers for exploring digital assets custody. According to Asset Dash, Bitcoin is now the 10th biggest uh, asset by market capitalization, having blazed clear of crypto critics Warren Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway. <clears throat> Now two places behind, leaving giants like Visa and JP Morgan, MasterCard trailing at 14th, 15th, and 20th, 20th, uh, 21st respectively. The graph may be falling, but Bitcoin's future remains a topic of heated speculation. Alright, next news. Written by Tim Hucky. <laughs> Guggenheim's CIO still stands by $400,000 Bitcoin projection. Excuse me. In a video uploaded by Bloomberg's Market and Finance, Guggenheim's Chief Investment Officer Scott Minard stood by his projection before Christmas that Bitcoin could rise to a price of $400,000. I think one of the I think one thing that we're seeing in it uh, is a sudden interest in retail, he said, echoing the popular interpretation of Bitcoin's current state of market play. He added, we're moving into a speculative frenzy. Perhaps it's time to take some money off the table here. Equinet tweet written four days earlier. Scott Menard is a founding and managing partner at Guggenheim Partners. Uh, he guides the firm, investment strategies, and oversees clients' accounts and investing in various different securities. Guggenheim, Guggenheim's partners currently holds more than $295 billion in assets under management. Despite counseling prudence with Bitcoin, Menard believes that the post-pandemic market would be flourishing. He compared the pandemic to the Spanish flu of, of 1918, noting we could be in the golden age. However, as many have studied uh, the conclusion, the Spanish flu had a 6% negative effect on GDP and consumptions in countries with high morality rates. Mortality rates. What the Spanish flu did not have an impact on were gold prices, nor has any pandemic for that matter. At, uh, at point which Menard factored into his reasoning, the $400,000 price I talked about was based off the supply of gold in the world, and crypto in a lot of ways is more attractive than gold. Bitcoin has recently been falling, but high-profile supporters like MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor and SkyBridge founders Anthony Scaramucci still tweets their fidelity to their initial projection while channeling 9- and 10-digit sums into the currency through their companies. With Morgan Stanley taking a major stake in MicroStrategy and SkyBridge's Bitcoin's fund launch call getting inundated, clearly both retail and institutional interest in Bitcoin is growing. On the topic whether Guggenheim has invested... Uh, in Bitcoin, Menard disclosed that some of our private funds have already purchased it. If you believe what I said, that it'll go to $400,000 eventually, 2% of your portfolio will be 20% of this is all over. So Menard's mind is clear. Though it could be time to take some money off the table, he plans to keep a lot on the table and perhaps add even more just in case Bitcoin reaches $400,000. Good choice. Good choice, Menard. Like I said, stacks, hats, and hodl. Next news, written by... He must be listening to my podcast. Next news, written by Jose Antonio Lanz. 
Venezuela's biggest petrol fan is starting in OnlyFans. What? Petro Divisia, one of the most popular promoters of Venezuela's state-rolled crypto, the Petro, is teaching their flock how to trade and spreading the crypto gospel on OnlyFans, a platform best known for porn. A recent tweet to their 79,000 followers, the pseudonymous, 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 pseudonymous traders said that they are opening an OnlyFans account to get closer to their fans. Unlike... Unlike this salacious material which, uh, with which so many adult entertainers bloat the platform, Petro Divisio will provide no nudity and will not satisfy any fetishes, unless <laughs> trading signals and charts erected from long green bars arouse its audience. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that Petro Divisio is, uh, is about this. Uh, they clarify that they do not have any kind of voluptuous phys- physique from which so many other uh, other OnlyFans users earn their, earn their keep. So instead, they're taking advice on trading signals and lessons from the world of crypto. Many users ask me to create a space to interact more dynamically with the trading signals on the different cryptocurrencies I study. Tweeted uh, Petro Divisia. I will soon be on OnlyFans for this purpose, they said. Who is Petro Divisia? Venezuela's crypto crypto community is not only divided by maximalists and altcoiners, it is also divided by uh, uh, politics. Petro Divisia represents the faction that believes that Venezuela's own cryptocurrency, the Petro, is a good thing. Accounts like Petro Divisia think that the Petro admirably escapes the unilateral sanctions that the United States imposed against Venezuelans. Others think that the Petro is garbage, the latest terrible... uh, Machinatan, Machinatan from President Nicolas Maduro, the strong man who bought the, who brought the economic ruin to the country. Such people often conceive of Bitcoin as an escape from the inflation caused by the bad politics of the Venezuelan government, which makes the Fed's burr seem like child's play. Since 2018, Petro Divisia's Twitter account has defe- has defended the Petro. The account has expanded to other platforms such as Telegram, Instagram, and Mastodon where it shares content related to the Petro, cryptocurrencies, and politics. So successful is Petro Divisia that they have a large fan base than their Jose Lit Ramirez, Venezuela's crypto superintendent, the government official who caused the shots on Venezuela's crypto economy by, the, by its regulation, trading, payment, or mining. Ramirez has 31,000 followers on Twitter it to its Petro Divisia's 79,000. Why OnlyFans? But why has Petro Divisa turned to OnlyFans? OnlyFans isn't just for porn, Tim Stokely, the CEO of London UK-based platform, told BuzzFeed last May. The erotic or pornographic content from half of that stored on the platform. The rest is scattered among other content producers, including musicians, fitness experts, and reality stars. So, so using OnlyFans to promote, to, pro, to promote cryptocurrencies, although unusual, would not be anything new to the platform that said... Although other crypto traders have tried their luck on OnlyFans, the only one decrypt found to be inactive for months. Petro Divisia said that they choose to create an OnlyFans account to profit from paid subscriptions, which allows them to earn additional income in dollars thanks to the platform's payment options. Earning US dollars for is important for Venezuelans because dollars are protected from government's monetary policies and can be used to access foreign markets. The Venezuelan government under Maduro has trashed the country's national currency, the Bolivar, which has suffered inflation from a rate as high as 1,500,000% in 2018 
and 3,700% in 2020. Wow, that's crazy. The US dollar, a comparatively stable, non-sanctioned current, uh, currency, is useful to the Venezuelans who want to interact with the global economy. For example, Nakarei Spadafora, a young Venezuelan influencer, became famous when she earned $6,000 in her first 24 hours of selling nudes on her OnlyFans. Spadafora thus earned in one day what she would have earned in several centuries under Venezuela's minimum wage, all thanks to OnlyFans. Too bad OnlyFans doesn't accept Venezuelan petros. Wow. That's crazy. It would take her centuries to earn that kind of money, huh? Crazy. Next news, written by Andrew uh, Asmakov. Alameda leads $50 million funding. Uh, let me do that again. Alameda leads $50 million funding round in maps.me. Maps.me, an offline mapping application with over 140 million users worldwide, has raised $50 million in funding round led by Alameda Research, a Hong Kong-based investment firm and liquidity provider. Genesis Capital and CMS Holdings also participated in the round. According to a press release shared with Decrypt, Maps.me 2.0 comes with a multi-currency wallet that will combine direct hotel bookings and location services with decentralized finance tools. Those included a possibility to store value and earn yields of up to 8% exchange funds with no hidden fees, send money and spend in multiple currencies for cross-border travel. Another option included is cash-backed on transactions. The company says its new app will not only combat high foreign exchange fees and commissions charged by banks and third parties travel booking platforms, but broaden access to financial in general. By embedding and dem dem democratizing access to yield earning finance to millions of users via an everyday app maps.me has the potential to really propel DeFi mainstream adoption and bring a groundbreaking technology to masses uh, commented sam bankman fried founder and ceo of alameda research but it's not only travelers who can possibly benefit from maps.me 2.0 travel and local businesses uh, will be able to, to receive payments without third-party platforms while reaching the most relevant clients based on the demographic location and interest we're excited to be working with our partners to create a DeFi ecosystem on the platform that has already achieved scale in terms of its numbers and users and which will expand services that are closely linked to financial needs, said Alex uh, Grebnev, co-founder of Maps.me. The platform's utility and governance token is Maps, which is built on the Solana blockchain. Its holders will be eligible for personalized rewards and services. According to Maps.me's representative, the platform is particularly popular with millennial Europeans, with over 58% of the users coming from continent and over 70% being, uh, being between the ages of 18 to 40. In 2019, the average millennial spent $4,400 for travel-related expenses. Alright, Cryptonauts, we are done. Maps.me, check it out. All right, all right, Cryptonauts, we are done. We are done for the day. So with that said, stack sets and hodl. <laughs> Adios.